Welcome to Bothering the Band. My name is Ryan Bynack. With me, as always, Abigail Ann Levy. Abby, say hi. Hello. We have a wonderful episode today with British singer-songwriter Billy Martin. We've been trying to get her on this podcast forever. We finally made it happen. Shout out to her publicist, Rosie, for making it happen. Ladies and gentlemen, Bothering the Band with Billy Martin. Hello, how are you? I am good. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Abby, how's she sound on the ones and twos? Amazing. Ones and twos are the the things. You got it. So what does the microphone mean? Like if you're, is that the three? Sure. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Welcome to Bothering the Band. This is exactly how it's going to be for the rest of the interview. Okay. Uh, I must say, I love your your sweater there. That's very cool and colorful. Thank you very much. Indeed, indeed. Um, I don't know if you did any digging, but we asked our favorite musicians very dumb questions. I'm so ready for it. Honestly, perfect interview today. And I just also must say, this has been in the works for quite some time, so it, it means a lot to us. Thank you for doing this. Of course. Where are Whereabouts are you guys? We're both in Florida, but different parts. Okay. Cool. Got it. So our first question is, where are you? I'm in London. Hackney, London. I've yeah. never been. Oh, to London? No. Or just... To anywhere. I've been all over the States. I've been to Canada and Jamaica and stuff like that, but never to Europe. Yeah, well, it's great over here. You should... I know, I know. It's... I, I know. Trust me. I was going to have an existential crisis after this. I'm like, uh, um, Have you ever been to Florida? Florida, I have not been to. Um, I have a friend whose family is now there in Jacksonville. Okay. Um, so there's an opportunity to go. I hear Jacksonville is very lovely, beachy, um, kids, mums, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Um... It's well, surprise, fun fact, Jacksonville, it's the biggest city area wise in the United States. Did not know that. Super weird. And also a great Sufjan Stevens song. Yeah. Which is Wait, the only place I've ever heard of it. I we might be going there in November if you want to meet us. We're gonna go okay, see nice. a, a band called Illiterate Light. Cool. Um, cool rock rock and roll band. Um who have been on the pod. We've befriended them. Yeah, we're going to go visit them. Nice. Yeah, so you're in London, and we asked everyone of our guests who live in the UK, do you have a Mexican restaurant that you go to in London? You know, what's shameful is I feel like there's only one, and it's a chain called Oaxaca. Okay. And it's... Six out of ten. Okay. You know, you'll get your average Mexican, but you're, it's certainly not blowing your mind. It's certainly not like Calif- Southern California Mexican. No, or just any form of American Mexican, where it's obviously a thousand times better. It's a shame. There's a real gap in the market, I will say. If there's a reason to come to London. Maybe you should sort this out. We should start a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> it's funny. We bring this up a lot because it's just a funny, like, uh, you know, you never think of it. And also, I have to point out how stupid I sound. I 
we're talking about Mexican food, and I said, not like in America, like California Mexican food. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb, admittedly dumb. That's okay. We'll get we'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move right past it. How do you describe your music? Okay. Um, I would describe it as someone the other day described it as ethereal grunge. Ooh, I like it. Which really surprised me. But I guess there are obviously if I'm in the back of an Uber, it's singer-songwriter, folk folky indie. Um, you know, I sound like a woman that sings and plays guitar. That's what I say. And um Ethereal Grunge kind of caught me. I like it. By the way, I was like, okay. And I guess there are, yeah, there are grungy tendencies. I sort of float around and dip my toe into each genre. Sometimes it's jazzy, but I mean the core of it is very much 70s folk singer-songwriter. Well, whatever you just however you describe it, we love it. It's been on heavy rotation. And heavy recommendation from from our camp here. So, very cool. Okay, Billy Holiday or Billy Eilish? Holiday. There are no wrong answers. I'm bothering the band. However, that is the correct answer. Thank you. Yes, I think I was named roughly after Holiday. I mean, not for any other reason other than my parents really loved her. <laughs> I dig it. My daughter's name is Lennon, so I love that. Oh, so no Paul. No, it was no Paul. <laughs> this is my daughter, Paul. <laughs> uh, I do know, actually, I know a, a Polly female. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Lennon and Billy. Billy is a good one because I love, I love the song of uh, the very thought of you. Hits so hard for me. Stunning. And every time I'm in New York, it's autumn in New York. It's always on a moment. Yeah, fuck. so good. So yes, absolutely, adamantly, Billy Holiday. Wonderful. Do you own Doc Martens? Yes, I do. Do I wish they gave me free ones? Yes. Did I change my name specifically for that purpose? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, um, that... Uh... How many pairs do you own? Currently, I have three pairs, heavy rotation, brown. They're all shades of brown. Okay. But I've probably in my lifetime had maybe 10 or 12. Okay. My first one, I remember, they were blue, dark blue. Um, I know, rogue. I love it. It was a very exciting day. And then you go through a cherry red phase. And then you go for the Chelsea boot, which I have, but only because um, I ride horses every week in London. <laughs> yeah. What? I know. Not in a posh way. Just in a... Just a casual? You're just riding down the streets? You're like, I got to go get... Yeah, yeah, see ya. <laughs> I know, Weirdly, a riding center like 10 minutes away from me that has 50 horses. And it's amazing. And for that reason, the Chelsea boots with the chaps, it's a good combo. Um, someone's calling me. Go away. Um, <laughs> Who is it? Let's talk. Let's ask them about Mexican food in London. <laughs> I probably have a good answer. It's my friend Tommy. I'm going around to his for dinner. So he's probably asking me what I want to eat. Should I say Mexican? Yes. 
<laughs> I hope okay. he hears this. Tommy's a big listener. Uh, <laughs> so two things. One, uh, Abby, how many Doc Mars do you have? I have never owned a pair of Doc That's because you're not a loser. No, it's because I broke. <laughs> they are very expensive. I remember the first time I bought mine was on my 30th birthday. I was like, I'm getting Doc Martens, finally. It's a huge adult moment with the proper soul and you got to work them in. You know, it's a commitment. Ryan, you should introduce her to the Doc Martin guy. I was just about to get that was the second thing. So we we have good luck with Doc Martens on this show because we talked with um, what's the your your best friend? Abby? Tommy? No, Abby's oh. best friend who was on the live podcast. What's his name? David Bowie guy. It was Keenan his Dufty. episode. Keenan Dufty, who is also from the UK. He um he he started talking about his Doc Martin collection. And then he said, Have you heard of this other guy? And we started talking about the Pendleton boot. This is a dumb story, but he ended up sending me like reached out to me. It was like, Hey man, I heard you mention on the pod, these Pendleton doc Martin collabs. I have some, do you want them? And I was like, absolutely. So he sent me two pair. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I'm going to make friends with him. Yeah. Make friends with him. Doc Martin sponsor the podcast. Send Billy a bunch of stuff. It's so awkward with docs. It's like, I don't know what you want me to do. It's felt the same way. I wear them at every show, you know, just give me, just give me them. Yeah, and you're blowing up, so you're right there. They need to get on the Billy Martin train. I think my mom once when I was, you know, 15, 16, and it was obviously a thing. I think she did go into a shop with and wrote my name down. I was like, just so you know, she's really doing things, and you should give her some shoes. That's adorable. Yeah. Okay, so back to food, and this might help you with Tommy. What's your favorite shape of pasta? I love this question so much. <laughs> oh, thank God. You know, when you've just done five months of album campaign and you're like, I can't be any more introspective. We don't want that. Cannot talk about myself anymore. I've hit the wall. But pasta shapes, yes, please. Okay. <laughs> I do a little list. Yeah, let's lay it out. This also comes in terms of nostalgia and like original pasta shapes versus things that I've come to know and love as an adult pasta eater. So you start with the basics. You've got fasilli, the curly ones, penne, then shells. We love the shells over here because they scoop up the sauce in a really nice way. I don't know what the Italian word for the shells is. None of us know. Okay, cool. Um, and my favorite would be farfalle, the pasta, the little bow ties. Um, I just, it makes me so happy, the little shape. I I have like smile pangs right here. Cause I'm like vibing on this as well. I farfalle. Yes. I, I, I don't know if it's like, cause it's. It's definitely because it's cute, right? Like uh, they do a good job of hanging on to it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Abby's, Abby's got big eyes over here. I looked up the Italian word for shells, and I can't pronounce it. Oh, it's not conchigliani. It Con- is conchigliani. Can you see that? Yeah, conchigli. Con- there you go. 
I love it because it's something to do with an ear and the conchiglianis are the little discs. They look like red blood cells, but they're like little ears. So are we talking, because there are different sizes of the shells, you know, do we, are we going little ones? Are we going bigger? How do we feel? Is Fuck the giant pasta. I don't want four shells there. I want a whole big bowl, maybe with seconds. I used to have thirds as a kid of butterflies. They used to call them butterflies, the, the bow tie ones. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe kind of, yeah, the smaller the better. But then I'm thinking rigatoni, the big tubes. Mm-hmm. That's great for some source, source action. And you don't need that much. It's actually filling, which I must remember. Yeah, I think that's like, that's as big as I would go personally, if I'm making it, if you're making it, I'll eat whatever you make, obviously I'm polite, but <laughs> if, if I'm making it, yeah, the small, I agree. Cause I want to scoop with a lot of it in it. And I just want my fork in there. Just keep going, watching, watching, eating bowl pasta. Mm. I could listen to you talk about pasta forever can like <laughs> it's 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 early morning here i've had two cups of coffee so i am awake but i'm like mm, i feel so relaxed well i've been in my house painting everything yellow for the past four hours alone so this is the first conversation i've had today this is the first conversation we had too we both logged on before and we started talking like this we're like <clears throat> we to, these are our first words to to humans so back it looks to past <laughs> the yellow looks great. Um, as a kid, I was fussy eating Nelly, and I would only eat pasta, potatoes, rice, or what's the other one? Chicken nuggets. <laughs> Whatever, white carb, bread. Yes, plain bread rolls with butter. And that was it. Or maybe some ham, maybe some processed ham. So. <laughs> My dad and mum used to make me butterfly pasta with, and the sauce would be tomato puree squeezed out of the tube with double cream, mix that together with some dried oregano from the thing, from the little spice pot. And then (laughs) to get some protein into me as a kid, my dad would chop up with scissors little bits of processed ham from the supermarket and put on top. So wholesome. My favorite meal. I want that right now. Honestly, it was great. I'm getting hungry. I didn't eat breakfast. I ate coffee for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I'm also hungry. Guys, we've got to go eat some pasta after this. Yes. I would love to. Uh, the next time you're in the States, if we cross paths, we will we will uh, pasta on us. Pasta on the pod. Boom. We love alliteration here. So. I, yeah, I sense that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um, who's the first person you call when you get good news? Ooh, that's a nice one. Um, probably my my parents. Yeah, because it's nice to give them good news. Because you know how it is, how it gets with your parents. It's all gloom and doom and everybody's, you know, tired and or dying or something. So it's nice to be like, I'm going to go into this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, probably, probably them. Great answer. They're big listeners too. 
Are you clumsy? Deeply. Yeah? Deeply clumsy. Especially when I'm hungover, but obviously that exacerbates things massively in terms of hand-eye coordination. But I have so many bruises from just walking around this flat and like thinking I'm smaller than I am and just like walking into the door frame or like my thighs are bruised because I just walk into the sofa all day long. And I know where things are and I know where I live. And for some reason, I just, I just can't, I cannot achieve that spatial awareness. I'm that exact same way. Oh. People at work are always making fun of me. Like I'll walk into something. They're like, that wall hasn't moved in 10 years. I'm I'm like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm always like banging my head on stuff. I did it today. Mostly it's just the sounds of like, oh, my toe, I stub my toe on the corner of the bed, maybe everything. Though I have so many couch bruises. <laughs> oh, yeah. So very, very clumsy. I, I'm going to say this with all due respect. Do you know the stereotype of beautiful women covered in bruises? Do you, have you heard this? <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. This is it, maybe it's a. I had this conversation yesterday, where I was like, "Why is why are beautiful women always have bruises on their shins?" And my friend Chris Corso, shout out, he will listen, especially when I tell him to listen. He we were he said he's like, "Yeah, it's so weird," and they never remember where they got them. If I got a bruise, I'd be like, "That's from basketball. I know exactly where it's from." No, uh, it's a it's a very well proven theory, I would say. But you know, they say um, gorgeous, gorgeous girls are covered in bruises. That's what they say. <laughs> also, in a musical sense, like during the gig, I'll knock things over. I've spilt so many drinks on people and my my set list, and you know, I'll pick up a capo and drop the capo, or like like I remember one gig I did at. Um, south by and you know how it is it's very hectic 20 minutes in out we're playing in this church and I was wearing big hoop earrings which was the style at the time when I got my in-ears caught in my earrings and it then got caught in my guitar through my strap and the, the pack so I finished my set and then I like tried to take my guitar off it all got caught and I just had to stand there until someone <laughs> came and and untied me it was awful it hurts my ear lobes yeah. i can the pain of a earring being pulled you know and you've just kept up this appearance for half an hour of like you know ultimate poise and then that happens it is a great juxtaposition though you you appear very graceful and i um tommy should not task you with like carrying pasta or, or mexican food to the table no nope. i drop it okay i'll just <laughs> sit there and, and then someone can feed me yes i do no work tonight tommy no no <laughs> he's actually like my, my current bass player so he, he has seen the clumsiness okay he's aware of it yeah okay next question next question what's one chore you actually like doing love me a clean i think it's definitely an ocd level mm-hmm Perfection. Um, hoovering. Mm. Okay. Yum, yum. <laughs> it's just so effective. Just gets that dirt out. You never think it's dirty and it always is. Especially when the sound of the hoover, you know, you can hear like the little crackles. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, love it. Getting into the corners. The little crackles, you're like, ooh, that was something good. That was like a, yeah, a nail nice. clipping or something. Yeah, exactly. Big fan. Gonna hoover later. Oh, it's a huge day. I dig it. I love doing the dishes. For some weird reason, the dishes calm me down, like, uh, you know, just scrubbing them one by one. Does it? I don't know. Yeah. Or do you have a hob, a stove? Yeah. Cleaning around the stove. Mm -hmm. I have the, it's like the glass top though. So it's not as like, there's not as many nooks and yeah, I'm super fancy Florida glass top, you know, (laughs) it's probably dirty right now. (laughs) Uh, Coffee or tea? Tea. I hate coffee. Really? Yeah. It's really surprised me, but I tried doing it in my late teens, early twenties I would order a flat white, sometimes with oat milk. And then I just, I hate the aftertaste and what it does to your tongue or like the tannins or something of, of coffee. Yeah. I know you guys love it and everyone loves it. Well, I love both. I, I'm a huge fan of tea, but I'm like a tea in the evening person, a coffee in the morning person. Mm. I like that. Yeah, I could drink tea all day, every day. Also, I never felt a difference in energy when I was drinking coffee at all oh really like it doesn't affect me it doesn't affect me no Brad. <laughs> you're like take that glass top stove oh yeah but I'm also from Yorkshire and we make the best tea so it's impossible not to be in love with tea okay we, we'll bring the pasta you bring the tea after yeah um okay so when you're writing you're with your hand handwriting um, and you make the number one, how do you make it? Do you have the like the little thing on the top and the base on the bottom, or is it just a one like a line? Well, let's find out. Let's see. I've got a pen. I don't have the paper. How much time do we have? <laughs> how much time do they tell you? <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Take your time. Just admire the yellow. It looks great. I'm trying to see what are her, what are her posters over there? We were trying to see what your posters were. Oh, they're like the French seventies um, workman, old workman posters. They're health and safety warnings, which is nice. Oh, that's fun. Right, I'm a songwriter. I have my my writing book here. Well, okay, capital I. Oh, wait, one. Sorry. I mean, there. that's a whole other thing too. But yeah, the number one. Let's start with the number one. <clears throat> Quite nervous. Okay. But then also like, you know. Yeah. Okay. So let's, what about, what about your capital I? I guess I go for, a, I write, uh, you know, cursive slanty. That's how I, okay. how I write. What about your lowercase j? I'm gonna make her spell something. Oh, <laughs> so if you're writing notes or or whatever, <clears throat> just brainstorming ideas, are you writing in cursive? Yes. That's such a lost art form. Well, I mean, it's funny because these are set lists, and I'm often stressed when I'm doing that. So that's big, chunky, horrible, horrible writing. Billy, do you make lists? 
I love me a list. Do it. We love lists. We love it so much. Um, what was the last list you made? If you can share, I can share because I haven't done anything on it yet. <laughs> oh, hang on. Post things. I went to the post office, so I can take that off. Paint walls. We're getting there. Um, write songs. <laughs> And do radio show pitch, which I want to do. So there you go. That was my most recent list. Bothering the band. Check. So much fun. Loved it. Well, that's in my calendar checklist. Okay. These are like, I'm walking along all like late night lists. The show really have to do the next day. We are massive fans of lists and we... <laughs> It's we cheat a little bit. I stole this from Abby, where it's like, if you want to feel productive, you write like, wake up, drink coffee, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. put on yeah. shoes, list. Yeah, you got to start with list. I forgot my bad. Shower, shower. You're like, look how much stuff I got done today. It's just normal stuff, like brush your teeth. Breakfast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's motivating. It is subconsciously yeah. motivating. Crossing those things off feels so. Good. I know. I know. And that's how I feel about cleaning. Mm. Today, I made a to-do list for cleaning that I have to do. I took today off work to clean and I made that's a awesome. list for it. I love that. I respect you. You should blast some Billy Martin. It's not going cleaning. No, you need, you need, you need fast paced cleaning music. What's had a thing where if you have to do a really quick runaround, someone's coming in five minutes and the place is a shithole, you put on... No, I can't remember what it's called or who it's by. Oh, it's specific. It's a specific song. It was really fast, and it makes you do everything. We'll get that. We'll get that. I don't know. Okay, let's. the minute we stop thinking about it or focusing on it... <clears throat> Okay, what's your favorite cartoon? Hummingbird. It's called Hummingbird. <laughs> the minute we change the subject. I love it. And it's by Born Ruffians. I love that song. Okay, great. That, song. that used to be my cleanup song. I, I like, what's the name of their song? It's I woke up today in a really simple way. Such a silly band. Yeah, they're fun. Favorite cartoon? The Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, big time. I watch it every day. Oh, that's. Do you have a favorite episode? I did a Simpsons reference before, but you didn't get it. Which one was it? Which was the style at the time. From Grandpa. You're right. It did. He it. says he carries an onion on his belt. Which was the style at the time. <laughs> and um, oh, we're huge. Simpsons fans in this household. My boyfriend likes to quote it to me daily. I do the same thing back. It's basically a full language now. He likes to turn to me when I say something, I don't know, tragic. He's like, you're a mess woman. And that's what Mr. Burns says to Marge. <laughs> we quote a lot of Seinfeld, like our crew. It's all, it's, it's Seinfeld just comes so naturally. So I assume it's like that. But the Simpson quote I quote all the time is, uh, and it out of context, it never works unless you know it's. I'm sorry, it's not in the packets. Do you know this one? No, I think 
<laughs> so or it tastes like burning that's another one i say that's a lot. good yeah, Where yeah, yeah i think it's homer he goes uh someone goes hey do you have any sugar and he goes here yeah here you go sorry it's not in the packet so he's just carrying oh my god i watched that last night sugar. <laughs> that's wild the episode with uh mr scorpio yes we did our research. We knew you were watching it. That's why we brought it up. Oh, uh, okay. 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 <laughs> you into my Disney Plus. Yes. The whole thing. That's so funny. Yeah, that episode is amazing. It just really escalates. And Homer's got no idea. It's just so good. And Mom, she's like becoming an alcoholic. And she and she says that she can't drink more than one, one glass of red wine a day. Oh, it's so lovely. Oh. Uh. My, I'm just perpetual smile. I hope the rest of the, this day is, is great. Yeah. Just keep talking about the Simpsons. Yeah. Well, some of these, I don't know if you notice, per, uh, sp- speaking of references, um, we're referencing a lot of your songs here. Cartoon people, cursive. Well, I didn't want to say anything because that would be obnoxious. But when we were talking about cursive, I was obviously thinking about that. <laughs> So I recently sent Abby your Amiibo, What's in My Bag, which was lovely. I listened to the Roaches song, album that you that you picked by by de- by default. Yeah, and and um, it's good. It's good fun. But <laughs> I have I have a question. Do they make you pay for that stuff? Oh, well, that's what people ask. So they gave me a hundred dollar voucher. Okay. Um. Which goes in like two albums, basically. Yeah. Because everything in there is really expensive. And I'm mostly, ups- yeah, I'm upset because I made, I spent months making my list um, because I know about, obviously, what's in my bag and have watched them for years. And it was a huge moment for me. And then I got there and I was really excited and they didn't have anything on my list. So I had to do, so those things were my second choices, apart from Loud and Wainwright. Oh, again, they they had stuff on CD, but not vinyl. Yeah. Um, they didn't. I'll show you my original list. You want that? Yeah, of course. We love lists, and we love music, so it's just, it's our two favorite things. Okay, great. So yeah, I was kind of gutted, but I feel like they just didn't really show. You know, you got to show all sides of your taste. Of course, we talked about this with Fred Armisen, and he yeah. he literally went into. It. He's like, do I? present myself as cool or do i buy what i want to like listen to at the moment and like what i'm feeling and like not try to put on the cool hat totally so it's a complete mix of that i would say and when you get in there, all the cool stuff you can't really actually talk about because you just go this is a really cool vibe all the non-cool stuff you've got a backstory of so the first one was dan reader do you know him no no would i well, i'm writing this whole list down you would love him. He's an old boy now, I think. He's made like 100 albums, kind of a comic writer. Um, and the album's called Every Which Way. And there's a song called Born a Worm, which is maybe my favorite song of all time. And the lyric is over and over again. It's the whole song. Born a worm, spins a cocoon, goes to sleep, wakes up a butterfly. What the fuck is that about? And he sings it in this and it's a really beautiful, heartbreaking song. It's amazing. So that was number one. They didn't have any Dan Reader. Disappointing. The second one was Loud and Wainwright, a live one. Um, the third one was a band called Mark Armand, not the 80s singer. They're actually called Mark Armand, and they made one album in the 70s, and it's called Rising. 
and it's very cool. So that was kind of my cool card, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Fleet with my Tusk, I got on the Talk Talk Spirit of Eden. They didn't have. I know. I was like, what? Why am I here then? <laughs> um, Penguin Cafe as Neodles. And then the Middle East. Do you remember that band? Yeah. Yeah. Where did they go? I don't know. And they didn't have any Middle East. So. Well, that would be a rabbit hole for later, but I appreciate this homework because I'm d- taking diligent notes. Awesome. And if you want to talk bad handwriting. Great students. I love the list. I can't wait to listen today. I have to go meet my daughter's teacher, her fourth grade teacher. And after that, while I work, I will make a playlist on Spotify and listen to nice. this. See where it Great. takes me. Yeah. Okay. What is something you can't wrap your head around? Oh, wow. I see where we're going now. Yeah. It's real dumb, but. God, that took me ages. <laughs> something benign. You know, like, I don't know. I can't fathom how the stock market works. You know, like. Definitely not that. I just have no interest in that whatsoever. Zero. Um. Okay. How does the ink come out of pens? This is a rolly one. Exactly. But what makes it like, you know, is it gravity? I'm assuming because like the, it writes upside down. Uh. The yeah, I it blows my mind. If you really think about it, is it's very challenging. That's a great answer, and one that's gonna like weeks, months from now, I will think about it. Damn, Billy Martin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sure you get this a lot. Can you do an American accent? I can do like a Cali accent, but it's like kind of Florida as well. I don't know. It's uh, like croaky voice syndrome, which um, girls kind of have around there. And, you know, it's kind of. That's pretty good. How was that? (laughs) That's pretty good. If I'm over there, I do morph. I'm very much a chameleon with with accents um, to the point where I'm not even sure what my actual true accent is anymore. Because it's not Yorkshire. It's not really London. You know, I spend a lot of time with people from America. It's sort of merging into a a hideous sort of international school vibe. I yeah, I have a I have one of my best friends in the world is from uh, Ponder's End. Uh, do you know this? Somewhere in your neck of the woods, I don't know. Ponder's End. That's his hometown. His mom, his mom still lives there, and we've lived in New York together for ten years, and. I slowly and I later in life, I saw I was like, you're saying words differently because you've been in America so long. Really? Yeah. It was a little. Well, I started to say things like I say it all the time now. Wild. Uh, Wild. Everybody. Everybody is doing that. Yeah. It's like a buzzword. It's a it's a easy buzzword. That is wild. Abby, you missed her face when she said that. <laughs> Writing everything down. I know, I know. I know. Are you old school transcribing. Well, not not everything, no. But you're not going to use AI. 
Well, we're recording, but we also like we write an intro, and we just we're, we're list takers, we're note takers. We love it. Sorry, I know, I know. I the know. context gets lost, or you forget something that you you're like, oh, that would uh, like in the intro. I have to say, we have a wild episode with Billy Martin now. <laughs> okay, this will be the one podcast I actually listen back to. Okay, great, love it. I'm gonna see what you guys have done. We we do we're very DIY, very punk rock. No, not a lot of editing. This is a this is from our hearts. Like we're we have I, like two days ago, our friend Charlie called and was like, "You should do this to boost your podcast." And I'm like, "I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing that at all. This is fun. That that requires work." No, you're killing it. Keep with the list. Yeah, thank you. Do you own a letter opener? No, but my dad does. Everyone's dad does. Yeah. He loves that thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned going to the post earlier too. You know, you got to do the thumb. Yeah, you do the thumb. You just say, I missed what you said. Oh, I said, well, you mentioned going to the post earlier. We also love the post office. We would love to actually send you some bothering the band stuff if you want. Yeah. Stickers and shirts and stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, um, well, my next question is, do you follow us on Instagram? No. Okay. Please follow us. Everyone follow Bothering the Band. This is just our shameless plug. Follow Bothering the Band. Also follow Billy Martin. It's just her name at Billy Martin. Plain and simple. Not that you need it. Again, you're you're blowing up, but you know. Good music. Oh, I need everything. I need, I need, I'll take what I can get. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Follow us. Send us your address. I'll happily uh I have to go to the post office next week. I'll happily um put something in there for him. Right. Treats. Yeah. So drop cherries is amazing. I love it. Top to bottom. T to B, as Americans say. Um, do you have, and I meant to bring it because I have it, but I'm not going to go get it now. Do you have a cherry pitter device where you put the cherry in and has this like thing that pushes it through like this? No, but I do the same thing with strawberries, but I use a straw. Mm, okay which pushes it out and then you blow the pip out and then you do it again which i guess would work a cherry pit yeah you need a, a sturdy straw but i think it will work got metal straws okay yeah how do you feel about cardboard straws um just sogsome really isn't it just chewy soggy mess milkshake mess milkshake mess is the name of Another song on your next album. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Cherry Coke. When's the last time you had a Cherry Coke? Or Cherry Pepsi would count too. You're in, you're in my life. I bought this Coke an hour ago. Next to it was a Cherry Coke. My ha- I kid you not, my hand went Cherry Coke, Cherry Coke, Cherry Coke. And then it went normal Coke. Are you happy with that decision or now you're I love a Cherry Coke, but... I just wanted to keep it real. It felt more 90s of me to go for the classic Coke in a classic Coke can. I feel that. But yes, we were like behind you in the shop being like, she's going to grab the cherry Coke. Someone like radioing. <clears throat> That's wild. <laughs> this is so dumb. Can you tie? And I'm curious if you even know of this. Can you tie a cherry stem? Yes, yes. Do you know that song by... Uh... (laughs) 
the Flowbots. Okay. It's the worst song in the world. I know every single word to it. It's maybe 2007, but like a really bad, shockingly bad time for music. And it's called Handlebars. And there's a line that says, I can tell you not in a cherry stem. I can tell you oh, about Yes. Jose Colores, and I'm trying to be an American. Me and my friends wrote a comic book. Me- <laughs> yes. Okay, great. There we go. I like witnessing this. I can keep rhythm with no metronome. No metronome. Oh, I know that song. There you go. Flowbots. I don't know all the lyrics. Sorry. I think I didn't know who that song was by. Like, I could probably sing half of it too. I won't be welcome. (laughs) But it was just one of those songs that was around everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, And I have a brother that's that's 10 years older than me. So he was really in his, his, his terrible, um, terrible sort of boy music phase. And I would say the flow bots are like prime example of boy music, which I also loved at the time. Boy music. What's another example of boy music? Green Day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fat Boy Slim. No, I don't mean that. I mean... The other dudes. Imagine Dragons. Oh, such boy music. Some boys. Let's not generalize. No, but we know the boys we're discussing. We can see them. We know what they're wearing. Oh, yes. Do you have a name for those boys? Because I know we do. Oh, do you? Mm -hmm. We do? Yeah. Imagine Dragons. Come on. Bros. It's a bro. He's a bro. Bro. No, I guess bros doesn't really work over here. No. Bro, it's like he's, you know, basic. Yeah. Basic white dude. White dude. Probably wearing Vans. Um, but like Vans from Kohl's. Yes. Not like... Are they different when they're from they, Kohl's? Well, they are. If you look at the the slip-ons, like the checkerboard slip-ons, the back is higher than the discount ones. And I'm not kidding. This I sound like a psycho right now, but it's not You're like this. You're a bro. What? You're a bro. I'm not at all. Do you listen it, to Imagine Dragons? Not in the least bit. <laughs> He's more of a Nickelback fan. Mm. Nickelback. Well, I do love Nickelback. My karaoke song is How You Remind Me. We found the only other Nickelback band. Our designer, our, I know, right? Our graphic designer, Enid, uh, who will af- absolutely listen to this, she she loves Nickelback, like, like, like legit loves, like not ironic, not like, and it's a sweet love. I, it's fun to talk to her. About. That's so tender. I love Enid. I'm offended. I'm offended that you think I would listen to Imagine Dragons. No, I mean. Just the knowledge on Vans. Yeah, I just, I'm particular about my footwear. We wear a lot of Vans. We do. Got you. I was at Kohl's yesterday, by the way. Buying your Vans? No, I bought Levi's because they were on sale for $40. And they had a Bowie shirt that I liked. It was purple. And it was cool. and But they only had double XL, so I didn't buy it because I'm not that big. Mm. Not a, I'm not a big bro. <laughs> Can you can you do the cherry stem and time? No, no I can't. <laughs> Abby, you can, right? You went to college. 
that's where I learned how to do a beer bong, not uh, okay. Kaya Cherry Stem. Way I feel better. Like, I feel like if anyone's a bro on this pod right now, it's probably you, Abby. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, but like a legendary bro. Yeah, know? it's like a yeah, it's 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 a skewed bro. Stuff of legend. <laughs> Okay. Um, can you name any other bands that have Cherry in their band name? In their band name? No. Is there an obvious one? There's three obvious ones. Buck Cherry. Yep. Buck Cherry is one. I only had three. Oh. No cheating. I'm not cheating. No, I, someone is. The bro is. Bro, Bigail. Bam. There is it. one that there's a. Du- <laughs> Sorry. I love puns. Yes. I, there is a single person with a weird name in his. Yeah. You know, David Cherry. No, it's way weirder. There might be a, there might be something I'm missing, but Eagle Eye Cherry is what I was going for. No idea. He had a big 90s song. And then there's a uh, a swing this in the 90s the swing dance movement became big again and there was a band now the name is very problematic Cherry Pop and Daddies whoa yeah. my god phenomenal uh, yeah they will be googled no that I I'm I'm just thinking of the uh, my recall is so bad. There's a band, they've got an album called Cherry. It's a two-piece. Abby, you kind of look like one of them. Savage Garden. No. Uh, Abby looks like one of them. Yeah, you've got a, they've got a song called So Many, So Many Songs. Oh my God, it's such an obvious band as well. They're like, you got it. Is it Beach House? Yes. Des- Depression Cherry. Depression Cherry is an awesome is an awesome album name. Okay, thank you. I love knowing what I'm going to listen to for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. they're great. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that we got all the cherry questions out of the way. Uh, <laughs> What song of yours uh, do you want us to end this episode with? We always end episodes with the song from the guest. Oh, that's nice. Does that mean we're ending? Is this it? Pretty soon. I gotta go meet my daughter's fourth grade teacher. I'm sorry. That that's, feels good, though, that you want to keep hanging out with us. You have to go eat Mexican food with Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. Well remembered. And I have to finish this wall. So it all looks great here. And what I'm not showing you is this area. I like your swatches, though. Thank you. You gotta try it out first. Yep, I needed to be sure. Um, what song would I like you to play? Well, I'm in kind of a sort of kooky, happy mood, which doesn't give me much to work with. (laughs) Very self-aware. Oh yeah, you you betcha. Have you heard the songs? I love them. I listened to them every morning this week and last week. Okay, we'll go with I it should be the new album, right? It should probably be that. Whatever you want. As long as it's yours because we were <laughs> that's all that matters. Because we're not allowed to use Beach Boys songs. 
You're not allowed. I'm wearing a Beach Boys shirt. You're wearing a pet sounds. That was the first thing I noticed. Abby, isn't that what you bought at Amoeba when we were there? It is, and it's pet, pet right in there. Oh, there we go. Um, we'll go with Willow. That's a good one. Okay, well, this is trad- this is heartbreaking. Well, we got a cu- we got two more. Okay, and we can think of more. Lost my train of thought. What musician, live or dead, would you want to interview? But in the vein of bothering the band, so something silly, so every day. And what would you ask them? So many people, so many serious artists. Because I just don't believe them. You know, artists that you can't imagine, like pooing. You know, Queen. Um, who would that be? Miles Davis. Ooh, good one. I was listening to Miles Davis yesterday while cooking. Boom. Yeah. Who was cultured? You are cultured. I know. I have a. I have a stove. <laughs> a hob. H O B hob. Hob. Uh, let's go to the record collection. Um. Let's go with. Elliot Smith. Yeah. Okay. So challenge. What are you asking Elliot Smith? Like- the stupid shit. I think he'd be actually really into that. Because, you know, it would be a relief for him. I think it would be a big relief to break down his walls of being like, Cherry Coke, am I right, Elliot? Yeah, yeah. And do this little thing. Um, did you see the thing on you're gonna the like NBC morning news? It's on Instagram. It's Elliot Smith doing like a morning news show. It was it was he's breaking and he has like purple hair. He looks rough. Yeah. And they they asked him just it, it's painful what they ask him. So fine. Okay. It'll pop up in your phone. It'll hear you now. You'll be fine. It'll I'll it'll see it. To, I'll see it shortly. To you. We'll Elliot see. Smith. Good answer. You're the first one to say Elliot Smith. That's yeah. That surprises me. We get some repeats. Prince, David Bowie. We've had, you know, it comes up a lot, but Elliot Smith is the first. That's a first. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Okay, what's next for Billy Martin? <laughs> um, she is just willing the next tour to happen now because uh, not much is happening in between. <laughs> in between that, um, I've just done three months, and then I've got August, September off, and then October to December I'm back in the states, doing most of Canada actually, like Winnipeg and Calgary, places like that, places I've never been to. No Florida. Of course. Obviously. Not surprising. Um, And then UK tour again. So it will be six months of touring this year. So this is my little break in which I just things yellow. Are your dates out? They're out. Okay, cool. You can find them. Yeah. We got friends all over. So we'll tell people to stop in and see you. Hopefully it works. Um, Are you going anywhere like Atlanta or anything like that? No, Georgia. I'm doing so it's a support with this band. Yes, do New York. Um, I will have been to New York four times this year, which is crazy. Love it so much. Um, most of it is a support tour with this band, Half Moon Run. They're from Montreal. Yeah, I know them. Super cool uh venues around Canada. And then I'm gonna do a Nashville headline and an Austin headline, which I missed on the previous tour in June. So those are kind of I guess close-ish 
places. Yeah, close. We were just in Nashville, Dallas. Um, we had fun. It's really loud. You'll have fun. It's very loud. Um, half of around, we we are we've kind of skewed inadvertently organically to becoming a Canadian music. We've had so many Canadians on lately. There's lots. And uh, yeah, Half Moon Run. We'll have to bother them one day. Absolutely. I'll tell them that you called. <laughs> Thank you so much. Billy Martin, that's our program. This has been an absolute blast. Yes, I agree. I would. I could talk to you all day. No joke. I would love to come help you paint. I'm not even kidding you. That would be fun to put on music and like make tea and just help you paint. That's the roller. That's what I'm doing. Let's get it in there. Although we yeah. don't use the roller because it's it wastes the paint. Really? It goes on the roller, not on the wall. That's what I've learned. So you're just doing brush? Just a brush by hand. Whoa, that is some Buddhist shit. I know. Yeah, that's why I love doing the dishes. Boom. Got you. Full circle. Full circle. Simpsons. Tell Tommy we said hi. Again, we can't thank you enough. Everyone listening, go listen to Drop Cherries right now. Yeah. It, it's so good. This is this this is like a culmination in trying to get you on this pod for a very long time. So we can't thank you enough. Of course. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And we'll talk soon. <laughs> Bye. All that I am, all that you are Wishing we were under the same star But I am here and you are not, you're elsewhere Folded in sheets, hearing me speak Waiting for time to welcome its sleep And I look out the window, praying tomorrow will wake up Tearing it down Sending a message That I am yours now To weeping willows Throwing an arm to the other Hidden in your shoulder cut Waiting for your chest to burst No one said that it would hurt
Throwing an arm to the other 